All right, welcome back to part three of my three-part kind of overview of cornucopias. Now, this is probably the most important part because we're going to be going into the roadmap. So just to get you guys excited, let's watch this video. This is like the bubble jets. I think they're going to be like the OG NFTs. So Seattle says gameplay world premiere January 14th. This is actually just kind of like a preview of the full video that they're going to release on the 14th of January. I just went into the Discord and asked some people. And uh, that's pretty much it. So, so let's get right into some other stuff here, like this cornucopious white paper. So the guys, I've read this three times now, okay? And it is, it's extensive. So, you know, I think it's healthy to put a video out like this just in case people want to, but like research this and maybe don't want to read it themselves. So I'm going to do it you know, cause some, someone's going up, so I'll do it. So we can see that they have this outline here. We have a summary, we have Island goals. So what are the goals of the cornucopious Island, right? Everyone can play. Okay. Player role, builder role, developer, artist role, um, real world company opportunity role. So, I mean, there's a lot of people that can get into this thing. Play everywhere. So phone, potentially VR in three to four years, desktop. Uh, the cloud is in obviously all over the world, no matter where you're from, right? The cloud is dead. Long live the island. Okay, so they're referencing basically transitioning from going from a cloud server, which is kind of centralized-esque, and they're going to start with that to maybe a decentralized server with nodes on the blockchain, which is pretty sick. Game viewpoints, okay, technology stack, play to earn. Also, this is a big one, learn to earn, and then build to earn. So, and then you got staking, which I just did a video on, uh, player opportunities and NFT marketplaces, okay. So then you also, they cover their market. So what's the market? Well, there's going to be a gaming market size, NFT market size, and metaverse market size, which is interesting that they use the word size. Product, so problem definition. So what's the issue, I guess, with other metaverses, other player-earned games, and then what's their solution? Okay. Gameplay, player appeal. So what's going to bring in players that maybe don't own land, things of that nature? What's land? player in-game character, some role-playing capabilities here, especially in their zones like the farming zone and the Western zone being a cowboy versus a farmer. 
<laughs> character badges and backpacks. Okay, so just think about what the heck that means, right? So maybe this is a leveling metric and backpacks could be potentially a, something to hold your assets. Character outfit rarity, character energy, character energy renewal. This is a big one, guys and girls, don't miss this. Okay, this is why food is going to be an important resource. Character outfit, special partner addition. Okay, character mounts, non-player characters. So that's going to be like the character and taste of the environment, the NPCs. Multiplayer, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of Easter eggs in there too with those NPCs, a lot of events, gaming events, quests, you know, potentially. Um, maybe you can own an NPC to run a marketplace for you, right? Uh, Cornucopia's partner network, mini games, mini game rewards, player experience points, XP. So there's going to be a leveling system. Now I wonder if there's going to be a max level because that's, you know, one of the things it's interesting player coins crafting materials consumable items staking how does staking work on the island so there's going to be another version of staking released where you can stake on the island island blueprints in-game blueprints so blueprints is one of the cooler aspects of this because it kind of reminds me i guess of what's that game minecraft where essentially but it's different like you can come up with a blueprint to create an asset and you can sell that blueprint right and you can i believe like get a royalty we'll check it out a little bit more i won't go in depth on all these things because some of them i'm trying to explain now to trim the fat but you can get a royalty on them too so that's a very interesting concept player created blueprints there's a difference between the ones that we can create and the ones that are in game uh, technical architecture, teams and game evolution, development teams, stage one, cloud development, stage two, blockchain development, stage three, cloud two, blockchain migration. This is for security. This is for long live the island, things of that nature. We don't need to go into that as much. Uh, character and game background assets, okay. governance, team, summary. I've done a wildly good summary, I think or I'm pretty sure just in kind of talking about these points and in my previous videos. So I'm not going to go into the summary um, introduction, you know, so the Island goals, they want it to make it so that way everyone has some way to benefit from being involved in the game. Smart. The player roles they're going after is literally everyone. I mean, if you just look at this list, they include everything from traders to um potentially just gamers in they even mentioned esports gamers team players uh strategy players action players explorers community players genre specific wants to level up specific items maybe they can't afford additional characters nft collectors money incentivized players they're going after every single one hardcore skilled full-on rpg players right freemium players play to earn players build to earn players so their metaverse wants to be totally unexclusive to bringing everyone in able to play, which is a very powerful concept and why I think this is going to be super successful. Builder role, level builders, game builders, NFT makers, 3D modelers. Okay. So what I liked about this and similar reason to why I like, you know, something like what Pavia is kind of doing with 
opening up the floodgates, asking all these 3D builders to bring in assets, show them what format they're in. So that way they can prepare the capabilities of the game to make these assets, however way the community is capable of, is this whole builder role for 3D modelers. Because I do think that there is going to be a huge demand for these 3D modelers. And by giving them a place in Cornucopius to maybe have some kind of builder role, or guild or some just general job to make money and work. It's pretty sick, right? So shout out to my guy, Frog Dog. I'm going to show him this because he was talking to me about Cornucopius. We were DMing each other about it because we're super interested in it. Um, things of that nature. Developer artistic role. So this is like, you know, again, they're trying to just create a space that can utilize all these different types of uh hard skill people right and and give them an avenue to create to make and to earn money and and that's super powerful because if they can figure that part out then the ecosystem will just keep building keep growing real world company opportunity role so this was interesting to me because i think that you know Certain metaverses are either super bullish on this and certain metaverses are, are sometimes, you know, trying to avoid this, right? The billboardization of the world, okay? But I think Cornucopius is saying, look, we're going to try to make it so that way these real world people, if we're getting a lot of traffic, they can still come in and our ecosystem and community can profit from it. But at the same time, we want to make it good for all these groups, Right. So not just the big companies to come in and advertise and the landowners, because they also mentioned freemium players. Okay. But they mentioned everything. They mentioned e-commerce, which is blockchain e-commerce. They mentioned e-commerce. They mentioned subscription services. They mentioned gaming services. They mentioned streaming services, game license holders, which is very interesting. That's how you can get those IP collaborations, investment companies, advertising agencies, branded events, com competitions, branded pro properties, branded games, right? Play everywhere, okay? So this is where, you know, you should just be able to play everywhere, no matter where you are and what device you're on. The cloud is dead, long live the island. Already gone over that. Game viewpoints, okay? So the player sees the game from world from a camera that's located at a fixed distance behind and slightly above their character. Okay. The island is being developed at scale with a main game that allows the player to explore multiple zones and then play mini games or enter other player zones, which in turn may have further areas to explore and or games to play. The player owns zones and some of the mini games will be a mixture of all types of games from simple puzzle games, sports, car racing, and first person shooters. The list is endless as expandability and scalability is built in from the start. What I think they're going to do is probably have a bunch of games that they've designed and then open the floodgates up to the community to build some games as well. There will be some kind of rewards for these games, and that will probably be in the form of corn token. There will also be a necessary resource that you need to be able to play these games, which is going to be energy. How do you get energy? Well, from things like food. How do you get food? Well, from things like farmers, right? Okay, that's why if you're a farmer and you own land, you can make money because there's a need for food and that's for the gamers to make money. And then basically they get, you know, some corn token, you get some corn token 
and it just trickles down, right? Nice little flywheel. Uh, tech stack, not going to go into. Play to earn, learn to earn. So let's talk about learn to earn. From the offset, we want the island to be more than just a game. And we are teaming up with some of the best educational centers in the world to build learning into the metaverse, which is so important, guys. This is why, like, some people just FUD the metaverse. I'm so bullish on it because of this, right? Like, this is, there's so many positive elements to the metaverse that I just think it's good to be optimistic about. And I get it, right? And, and there should be, I guess, some, you know, cynicism towards it. That's fine, whatever. But I'm just optimistic because of initiatives like this. Listen to this. Players, ahem, students will be able to enjoy learning via our educational centers and earn rewards through playing education mini games. This unique form of learn to earn gameplay, we are hoping will bring a whole new form of gamification to education. Pretty sweet. Build to earn, you know, this is another thing, right? If they can master this, it's pretty darn cool. So let's read this because I think it mentions the blueprints. The more creative players will be able to design their own items, such as a coffee table, beds, household furnishings, etc., which then can be minted into an island blueprint. The other players can then buy, gather the materials, and then craft in-game into a brand new NFT. Okay. Once created, this is why I want to make uh, the J Crypto Jetpack, right? Make that a blueprint with fro my, my dude Frog Dog. <laughs> Once created, the crafter can sell with the items in their virtual dwellings or sell them onto other players to enjoy or sell on again. The new build to earn gameplay, which combined with the play to earn mechanic that the Cornucopius team are championing, championing, will take gameplay to a whole new level. I agree with this. This is back in, I think, October when I was first reading about this project, right? Or November, I was like, this is next level. And new economies will emerge from budding entrepreneurs coding and earning like never before. There has never been a better way, a better time to work and get paid from home and be your own boss. Staking. There will be opportunities to stake NFTs on the island, allowing users to obtain specific items for in-game consumption or trading with other players. Okay. Player opportunities in NFT marketplaces. We're not going to go into um, market, gaming market size. So essentially, I think this is just kind of them kind of comping out their belief in where the industry is going, right? What the, what the metrics are. Product. Okay. So again, this is kind of just explaining maybe the problems with, you know, gamers, not with gamers, but with somebody that likes gaming, somebody that is a developer, somebody that's into business, what are the problems that they're going to face when it comes to metaverses and things of that nature? And then they just talk about how they're solving those issues. I recommend reading that. Uh, gameplay, player apparel. So Cornucopius the Island is an adventure game where players explore that many zones on a player-owned map. The game has been built to appeal to many types of players who can enjoy the game casually or in long play sessions. Land. Okay, this is a big one. I think that there's enough information about land, but they do have some nuances. So why don't I just read this part? The land on the Cornucopius map is divided into districts that can contain one or more mixtures of cities, towns, and or villages. Okay. 
Within each district is a starting zone where the player can begin the game if they have a character that originates from that district. By default, each player is given two free starting characters from the city zone, urban adventurers. So you get two. Okay, that's important. Uh, see below how to obtain additional characters. Each district will have a unique themed look and feel, such as the Wild West, give, giving the metaverse some flavor, which is based on an old American Western town, farm life, a zone based on a rural farm or ranch, Age of, Age of the Samurai, zone based in the 12th century, early modern Japanese heritage, and many more. Some of the other, some of the land zones, cities, and towns can be subdivided further into neighborhoods with lowest level being a land plot. So essentially, when you get a land, you may be able to get to subdivide it and create more land. So that's a huge, that's a pretty good deal. I mean, buying a land on cornucopias may be, you know, something that your grandkids thank you for, right? Um, once a plot of land is owned by a player, and depending on where the plot of land is located, it can be built upon to produce one of the following types of land plots. I think Cornucopius was one of the first metaverses I saw to mention subdivision, by the way, and a lot of people have started to kind of copy that. So just be careful whenever you see that, because I do think Cornucopius has the ability to actually manifest it. And I just think that if you see a metaverse launch in the next few weeks, just be, just be careful, right? So listen to this. Residential, these are like the different zones, right? Which I thought was sick. You got residential plots. This is a location where a player's character can live and can be, can be of many property types, such as a skyscraper, a, a block of flats, a mansion, a house, a flat, a tent, etc. Commercial. This is a location where a player can create a business, you know, industrial. This is a location where you can provide resources like food, water, power, wood, etc. So I guess power, water, and wood are just as maybe important as food. We'll see how. Agricultural. This is a location that provides resources for players such as food, plants, etc. Recreational. This is a location that provides fun for your players to do. In-game characters. Character badges and backpacks. Do you have any, do you have other Cardano NFTs from other projects? We'll be partnering with many of your favorite projects and you'll be able to show off your rarest NFTs that you hold in your wallet by displaying them on a badge or on a backpack of your character. Ah, so the badge isn't necessarily a leveling metric. It's actually, you know, now that I remember, um, it's just a lot of information, right? I did read this three times, I swear but it's kind of like a display feature. Then of course, we'll make it super easy for you to share your character on your favorite socials to show off your treasure. Sweet. By linking a player's profile to Card our Cardano-based wallet on startup, the game will be able to read the Cardano blockchain and determine what NFTs you hold. And if compatible, make them available to be used within the game. If you have a set of NFTs we don't support, drop us a message. And if there is enough demand, we'll create, we'll contact the creators and get them integrated. I just hope they got dead pixels because that's one of my favorite NFTs. In the future, when additional games are produced and the players link their wallets to, to them, given the games are compatible with the Cornucopius metaverse, it's possible for the NFT characters to appear in that game with no additional purchase costs required. 
character outfit rarity. What do you guys think that means? Rarity plays an important factor in game. By design, a limited supply of character outfits will be available. And once those outfits have been purchased, they may never be on sale again. It's not all paid to show off, of course. There will be opportunities to earn additional outfits as reward by completing tasks or minigames. So that's kind of something that they wouldn't just drop for any reason. I think what they're saying is, don't miss out. Sorry, I'm yawning, guys. Whenever I read a lot out loud, I just yawn. I think it's just my body. Um, why would they mention this? Unless it was potentially important, right? So the character outfit rarities, getting some of those early uh, character outfits may be a very good, you know, buy the rumor kind of deal. And especially not just to sell later on or flip, but to actually utilize in the game. Character energy. Just like in real life, each character requires energy to perform the task. Okay. So I already know this, so I'm not going to read it because it'll make me young. Um, essentially, with play-to-earn games in this metaverse, you'll need energy. How do you get that energy? You're going to need to get food. This is what creates that you know, kind of flywheel economy thing, sort of thing. But I would recommend going back and reading uh, some of these features. I'll just go into these. The character energy is increased naturally as well. The player uses an energy boost, see energy boost to increase the energy level. The player consumes an energy replenishing item such as a loaf of bread. And the player receives a reward within game that refreshes all of your energy. So there might be potions, okay? There might be some other ways to boost that energy. Character energy renewal. Character Outfit Special Partner Edition. So I'm assuming that these special partner editions may have some exclusive benefits. Uh, just think of like a t-shirt that says, I don't know, Pavia or I don't know, um, Sunday Swap, right? You're going to have character mounts coming to the island. Non-player characters, NPCs. Uh, multiplayer. Uh, it's designed to be multiplayer obviously cornucopia's partnership network so this is actually a low-key gem the cornucopia's partnership network will play a key part in the evolution of the game and it's good if you're holding for the long term to for them to have this strategic partners will add value to the game and may offer additional services that the players can benefit from by connecting with them directly other partners may provide value to all players without direct connection for example partner may through the use of a partner code that can be used within the game, provide a unique and or exclusive NFT character outfit that may or may not be available in game or via any other partner. Once owned, however, the player will be able to dispose of the partner's unique NFT character outfit via the trading options explained earlier. As explained earlier, see character badges and backpacks. A player NFT could be shown on your character's badge or backpack. Okay, so then they're going to have mini games uh, <laughs> entering into a part of the land or building, an NPC player request, which is interesting. That could be like a quest. It's choosing an option from a list of available mini games triggered on completion of a task or event. Mini game rewards will be there. You can either get energy, XP, coins, right? which are going to be the in-game coin, I believe, and then uh, reward item. 
Okay, so the reward items could be used for crafting, right? Which goes back into the blueprints. Player XP points, player coins. The native digital cryptographically secured fungible token coins on Cornucopius is a transferable representation of attributed governance and utility functions specified in the protocol code of Cornucopius and as described herein. It's designed to be used solely as an interoperable utility token on the game ecosystem. As Cornucopius is a Cardano blockchain game, the coin rewarded will be of a native Cardano coin with the ticker Kopi. Okay, so that's what Kopi really is. The Kopi coin can be used as follows. As the native game currency, coins may be traded within the game for in-game assets such as energy boost, character accessories, island blueprints, as well as various peer-to-peer trading uh, transactions. Coins are fungible tokens on the Cardano blockchain network. So it may be transferable outside of the game as currency on any exchange, marketplace, game, or network that will accept the Kopi coin as a form of currency, obviously. Maybe exchange for another cryptocurrency on an exchange, game, marketplace. Okay, so it has real world value. Crafting materials. All right, so this is interesting, right? <laughs> you, can, you can gather crafting materials, maybe found randomly around the metaverse. You may be able to win them in quests. Some materials could be found scattered throughout the many zones and some might only be found in, in one or a couple of zones. Looting. There may be times within the game you have a chance of finding crafting materials when a player defeats an opponent or a boss in a minigame. Purchase. Purchasing. There will be multiple ways to purchase materials as follows. You're going to have in-game merchants and shops may sell crafting materials. In some zones, a player may be able to trade with other players, non-players. In-game and third-party NFT marketplaces Something else I'm looking into, in-game promotions or special offers, right? Salvaging, available from some merchants, it may be possible to craft materials out of old or unwanted items, right? So maybe that means you can break them down. Crafting, some materials are acquired by crafting them. So similarly to breaking them down and salvaging it, you can also, you know, craft a bunch of materials into a material that you need consumable items uh which we kind of talked about things that increase energy staking and yield farming how does staking work on the island so this is kind of interesting all right i'll do this one in the new decentralized finance DeFi era of cryptocurrency you purchase some coins shop around different providers and then lock up your coins for a set amount of days to participate Cornucopius gamifies the staking process, so in order for users to play to earn or access certain exclusive areas in the game, users will need to stake their coins for access privileges. That's pretty cool. Depending on the amount of coins staked, users will be able to access more and more restricted game areas or character levels. So it's kind of like the more that you have of Kopi, the better access you get to a lot of cool places. Okay. Island Blueprints which gives Kopi kind of an underlying utility too, because as you lock up Kopi, it kind of makes Kopi a stronger asset and creates a rising tide effect. So that's good for Kopi holders. This is one of the most important parts in my opinion, if you're still sticking around for this full white paper read. In-game blueprints. There will be many times a player requires an item to progress through the game or wants to collect certain objects for status reasons. 
The island has many in-game blueprints that have been pre-designed to help the player progress. The blueprint will show the player what materials they require to craft the final object and has an example image of what it will look like. Blueprints will require varying amounts of materials and some will only be able to be crafted using the stated materials noted in the blueprint. Others will be able to be crafted using a mixture of players' materials. It may also be the case that different raw materials result in a final object with different base attributes. For example, a wooden axe. So this is insane, okay? It may also be that the case that different raw materials result in a, in a final object with different base attributes. For example, a wooden axe blueprint will explain how many wooden raw materials the player needs to gather, acquire before the wooden axe can be created. However, the type of wood may not be stated, so the final wooden axe when crafted could be created using oak, pine, walnut, mahogany. This is insane, because think about it. If you're gonna create an NFT asset of a chair and you have like mahogany wood or you have walnut wood and now that you have the blueprint, the chair could come out and look completely different. Furthermore, the red gum axe may be able to chop down certain trees as it is stronger than an axe built from pine. Interesting. Players created blueprints. Oh my gosh, this is another super important piece. Do not miss out. Okay. The more creative players can design their own items such as coffee tables, beds, and other household furnishings, maybe even a calculator, which can then be minted into an island blueprint or a piano, right? That other players can then buy, gather the materials, and then craft in-game into a brand new NFT. Once created, the crafter can build with the items in their virtual dwelling or sell them onto other players to enjoy or sell on again. Think of like creating five different variations of a piano the same way that the wood works, right? You're using oak on one, you're using red gum on one. And who knows, maybe the, even the sound comes out a little bit different. I don't know. I don't know pianos that well. The, players, the player uses the asset design tools that will be created by Cornucopia's development team to build a project that will produce an island blueprint. Okay. So there's going to be these design tools that are handed to us from Cornucopia's. Once the player is happy with their design... They will be able at the press of a button to mint the blueprint into an NFT asset that can now be sold in-game or on third-party marketplaces, earning the player real-world currency. Now, just think about the potential of having these assets be interoperable, guys. Like, it's going to be insane. The blueprint informs all players, like with other metaverses. The blueprint, especially if they have the same utility and use case, kind of like Intermeta talks about, the blueprint informs all players what the item looks like and what materials are needed in game to craft the item into an asset that can be used in game. There will be a small mintage fee to create the NFT. That's fine. Once another player or the designer has the Island blueprint in their possession, this will be found in their blockchain wallet and integrated seamlessly into the game interface. The item now needs to be crafted or constructed before it becomes real. To construct the item, a player needs to gather the materials described in the blueprint, and then at the press of a button, easily craft the item pictured in the blueprint into the new NFT asset. 
which in turn is saved on their blockchain in their wallet. Similar to the in-game blueprints, players created blueprints may be uh, restricted to one type of material or unrestricted to many types of material, which is a cool way to do it, right? And the material used could offer different benefits, weaknesses, depending on the craft and material. Players can create and sell an unlimited amount of blueprints. Um, so I think like the main thing to recognize is that you're going to have control if you mint a blueprint for selling it to other players and you can create as many as you want. So maybe you don't create that much because that would be like inflationary. Maybe you create a bunch, maybe you only have one. But I think there's going to be an exclusivity to if you create a blueprint for other people to be able to have that asset that you made, to be able to you know create that asset, they'll need your blueprint to do it. My only question on this one would be, obviously, if you have somebody that makes an axe and they make maybe 10, What's stopping another 3D printer from making another axe, right? And making it available to a thousand people, okay? So it's interesting. Example of how to create an in-game bicycle. A player uses the in-game designer and creates a blueprint for a bicycle. The bicycle design is minted into an in-island blueprint and is saved on the blockchain and stored in the creator's wallet as a cornucopius, the island blueprint. NFT of a bicycle. Another player buys the bicycle NFT and gathers the materials. So another player buys the bicycle NFT and gathers the material needed and crafts the blueprint into the NFT bicycle. So what they're really buying is the blueprint of the bicycle. They're not buying the, like the NFT will be the, the blueprint, if you will. It won't be the actual bicycle. And then the, they'll have to make the bicycle. So it says the blueprint into the NFT bicycle, which is then stored in their wallet. A small licensing commission is paid to the creator using the in-game currency. And the island blueprint NFT and the NFT materials that were used to mint the NFT bicycle are burnt forever, which means they are removed from the crafter's wallet and destroyed so that they can't be used again. What I love about this is it makes it so that way I can create a J Crypto jetpack and list 10,000 different materials that could change the color, the design, you know, how it looks, right? And essentially, then I could sell the blueprint. I would only have to make one asset. And people could literally keep making 10,000 different types of uh, J Crypto jetpacks. And then I'd be paid a licensing commission for letting them use it. That's sick. So imagine how cool this would be for Nike, right? If Nike came in and created a Nike blueprint. And it was certified on the blockchain that Nike allows you to use this blueprint, right? They could tie in some real world use cases. Like if you own our NFT on Cornucopius, you can actually redeem it in real life. So it's one of the more fascinating NFT kind of innovations that I've seen. The crafting players can now keep, uh, keep or list the crafted bicycle on the in-game and third-party NFT marketplace and sell it whatever price they set. One player may craft a wooden bicycle and another may craft a more desirable gold or platinum bicycle. The new owner can now use the crafted bicycle in game and can repeat the sale process on the marketplace whenever they no longer want to own it. Blueprints can range from small items such as bicycles, beds, televisions, coffee tables, 
to entire apartment blocks or even neighborhoods or cities. This is one of the more impactful pieces of the game because if somebody creates an entire city, if Snoop Dogg creates Snoop Dogg Cornucopia City, and people have been using my Snoop Dogg analogy, I've been noticing more and more people. But I, I think I used that one first because I remember saying it the first day that Snoop Dogg even got into Sandbox, right? And I've been using it ever since. So essentially, let me just cover my dog. Um, <laughs> anyways, it's kind of interesting because now you can mint the entire city that Snoop Dogg created and you can add different material sets to every little component of that entire city. You might need 50 million types of materials just to mint that one blueprint or that NFT of Snoop Dogg City, for example. But you could interchange any one of those materials and make it so, it's so creative. And I'm a creative, I'm an entrepreneur. So this is, I love this, you know, technical architecture, teams and game evolution. All right. We're not going to go into this too much just because, you know, it gets really, it gets really in the weeds here. Cloud development, kind of explain that governance. So let's just read this. Cornucopius, the island game government of choice of rule, will be decided by the NFT land, NFT property, and Cornucopius token coin owners. Okay. Decisions by majority voting and settling will take place within the town hall located in one of the many zones or cities. And right now it's in the Discord. The island council will evolve to a decentralized government involved in all ideas concerns and discussions with the team. Now, remember, this is a Cardano metaverse project and they've gone through Catalyst. So they're, they, they're Cardano, the Cardano energy is here. It's real. The council will have a voice on every part of the game from fees to new developments. In order to promote decentralized community governance for the network, coins would allow holders to propose and vote on on-chain on governance proposals to determine future features and our parameters of Cornucopius. The right to vote is restricted solely to voting on features of Cornucopius. It does not entitle coin holders to vote on the operation and management of the company it affiliates. Of their assets or the disposition of such assets to token holders or select the board of directors of these entities or determine the development direction of these entities does not constitute any equity interest. Okay, so this is just their legalities. Um, an important part of the ecosystem is to make digital owner land ownership available to as many players as we can possible. Land ownership is not a necessity to play the game. However, there are benefits to owning land, which would grant owner access to certain exclusive privileges or preferred terms within the game. So I don't think this is going to be one of those metaverses where the land becomes like $14,000 like after like a year or two. I think they're going to really try to decentralize it and make it available for a lot of people. I think there's a difference between lands and land plots as well. So land could be a lot of land plots. It could be subdivided, could have all those different additional you know, benefits, but a plot may be a little bit smaller. So we'll see how things kind of churn out as the butter gets stirred. We are working on a governance model where voters will be able to earn land. That's pretty darn cool. Tokens and other NFTs through a decentralized autonomous voting mechanism. This will be expanded in a later version of the white paper when it is fully scoped. Okay. Interesting. Other ways we'll be offering land and other NFTs to player is via our partnership 
which they mentioned the team. So Rob, um, someone in the Discord was was saying that uh, that you know I just cover I I don't cover cornucopias enough, and they were mentioning I should get in touch with the the team. Um, and I I just think that what's great about these guys is like in my opinion. I'm going to try to do a really great video set here of three different cornucopias videos. And I'm going to try to add value for the community. And then we'll see, maybe they'll come on to either metaverse Monday. I think, I think um, one of the founders was talking to Jarhead the other day, which is cool. He's a co-host on metaverse Monday and Jarhead filled me in and said that they had a great conversation. I've been talking about cornucopias on metaverse Monday for ages. And it's interesting because it's, it's so cool what they're doing with the blueprints. It's one of my favorite parts of the project. But it's interesting. So I just like the plug of this here. I mean, I think my videos cover a lot. I'm, I'm, I'd be happy to have an interview. I guess it's just tough because I think I've given pretty much everything there is. So what I'll say to the community is if you don't think I've covered something in the three videos that I've done on Cornucopias today, then... I'm going to link each video in the description and let me know if you don't think I've covered something because I think I've covered pretty much all of it. And I'd love to have these guys on, but I'm just not sure what we would necessarily talk about because I've covered so much. So maybe it could just be a fun, like, you know, what's their background and stuff interview, but there's content out about that. Maybe I can talk to them and figure out what would be a great piece based on the content and the feedback I get from the community. So for all corn members, let me know if you would like me to kind of do another video, maybe it'll be just be a fun innovation video, right? Like I do sometimes I talk to founders and we just discuss different ideas. I have, they have things of that nature. That would be maybe a cool segment. I could throw my piano and like some of these other features, right? Like a bicycle is one thing because you can ride it, but imagine something like a, um, like a jet pack with, uh, I don't know, just like a, like a trombone right that's connected like something that offers those diverse set of utilities that we just wouldn't even think about in real world unless we're psychopaths like myself right that you can have like sound coming from the nft that's related to the blueprint like that kind of stuff is what i love to think about and i'd love to talk to them about it but uh yeah we got rob josh jeff anthony and they're basically you know pretty cool guys so i'm excited to hopefully meet them or at least see what they create in the next coming years that's pretty much it though so that's jay crypto make sure to hit the subscribe button i haven't done a white out white paper video like this in ages i used to do them all the time it's just kind of you know it's like you guys can read it i try to offer my own insights in there to layer in understanding but uh, yeah, hopefully you guys liked it and girls liked it. And this is Jay Crypto. Make sure to subscribe, ping the notification bell if you want to see more Metaverse content. If you want to just hang out with us on Mondays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. East Coast time, make sure to tune into Metaverse Monday. Follow me on Twitter. All that information will be in the description. I'll try to put all the links for, to everything Cornucopius in the description below. And yeah, hopefully this gets some, gets some exposure to them and I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens. Hopefully it helps people understand what Cornucopius is doing. It's it's drastically different and their development is much further along, in my opinion, just based on the fact that they've really designed the assets that they've said they would. It gives me a lot of assurance that what's coming is going to surprise us. And then the 14th of January, they're doing their full video release 
premiere of the gameplay in the world. We only got a teaser, um, I believe, on the 8th. So that will be very fun to see. I'm excited. So that's Jay Crypto, guys. Thanks again. That's pretty much it. Take care. It's Jay Crypto. I'm out.